Yo, 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 you know what time it is. Time for another episode of True Story Bro. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm behind in getting this episode up. I was hoping to have it up on Wednesday, but now it's looking like Thursday. Which means I kind of missed the window for you guys to be able to tell Brandon happy birthday. Today is his birthday. And I know we talk about that in the podcast, but by the time most of you hear this, probably is going to be afterwards. So make sure you tell my boy... Uh, happy belated birthday and I know I told him in the podcast but I want to spend just a second sending a special message to my friend and co-host Brandon just want to say uh, it's been a pleasure to host this podcast with you I appreciate everything you do for the show my man Uh, you are an excellent friend and co-host so hats off to you happy birthday And I wish you many more years of happiness in life. So now, guys, if you're listening, without further ado, another episode of True Story Bro. The episode where Brandon turns old. Let's get it, dude. One, two, three, four. I'm your host Blake here with my co-host Brandon. How's it going tonight, Brandon? It's going pretty good. How about you? Oh man, I can't complain too much. Um, started a new job this week. Uh, that's mm. going really well. So you know things are looking up. Um, do a, a quick shout out here before we get to the uh, regular dad joke of the episode. Uh, I want to, I'll tell you what, an announcement and a shout out. The first thing that I want to announce, it's your birthday tomorrow. It is indeed. So, the day that I'll be posting this, I may upload it tonight, but uh, if not, that next Thursday on the 23rd, that'll be your birthday. So, if you're listening to this on... Uh, the day after or the day of then make sure that you reach out and let Brennan know that uh, he's an old man you know just one year closer to death really uh, don't mm-hmm. one, one year closer to being old as you brother <laughs> yeah I'm more like fine wine though you know what I mean mm, is that right yeah you're more like an iPhone Mm. <laughs> oh, iPhone, huh? Yeah, you know, just outdated, really. Just get better every few years. No, I don't. I don't think that's the way <laughs> that an old iPhone works at all. <laughs> um, Got that iPhone three G, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I want to give a quick shout out as well. I think that's something that we should do. 
uh, when we have someone new who reaches out and lets us know that they're listening uh, and that they're enjoying the show I think it would be cool to do just a little shout out so I want to give a shout out to my boy Nolan uh, my friend and former co-worker he listens to the show week in and week out he texted me a couple weeks ago and uh, let me know how much he liked the show so Nolan if you're listening we just want to thank you for being a fan of the show man thanks so much so thank you sir yeah so Brandon now that we're past all the formalities what about that dad joke well in terms of it being you know first day of fall today on the 22nd I'm getting closer to October right Halloween all that good stuff so I figured I'd have a more Halloween themed dad joke so you know Albert Einstein was a genius right oh I know him Mm mhm mhm yeah. yeah, well, I mean, his brother Frank, though, he was a monster. Frankenstein? Mm. Uh, what a what a joke. You know, mm. are you a fan of fall? Yeah, I do. I like hoodie weather. I, uh, I mean, it, it obviously is a, is a big guy. Uh, personality season, that's where I shine so <laughs> always glad when that comes around I said that I stepped outside today and it smelled like pumpkin spice and white girl fair, so, fair enough but, uh, I know last fan season is upon us uh, dude the best time of year really hmm. um, I know that last episode we talked about our fantasy teams um Interestingly, we actually play each other this week, so that will be a fun thing to discuss going forward. Um, Yeah, I'm going to probably go ahead and concede that to uh, losing here. My uh, my team is uh, no bueno in that league, and in my other league, um, I actually ended up winning by less than a full point. Really? Got into the decimals, yeah. huh? It was a uh, 124.4 to 123.96. Wow. That's... Yeah. If if I lost that close, I think I'd be pretty upset. Mm. Man, I, uh, I... I mean, I did good in two of my leagues. Uh, in one league was an auction league, and I didn't really know what was going on for a while, so... I'm not as worried about that one, but uh, in my two ESPN leagues, I did pretty well. I had Aaron Jones in one of them, and he went off. Uh, And then my team in that league, that we're in Steeler Virginity, uh, that's, I mean, they're just just really good. Um, You know, and that's what's crazy. It's like, I, I truly do believe that it's all about where you where you got your draft, like where you started at and stuff like that. Because if you're, I mean, I was there for my entire draft, you know, in this league that I'm in with you, mm-hmm. you know. And the caliber of team that you got compared to mine is just unreal. You ever stop to think maybe I'm just a better like, drafter? 
No, I'm not saying that at all. Well, then maybe you should start. Uh, two. Hmm. But I mean, mm. in my other league, I had tenth pick, and I'm still doing pretty good. Wait, who had first pick? Matthew. What? Who did he pick? Derrick Henry. Oh gosh. Which I mean. This week turned out to be a pretty solid decision. Derek Henry dropped like 47 points. Yeah, but I just, I've kind of given up on that league. I've, I've got my money league going. And that's the one that I, I'm one and one. I should have won the first one, but Mark Andrews let me down. And, so you only care about you know, the money? Is that what you're saying? You know, it just gives a little more of an incentive. Sounds like a sellout to me. I mean, you can call it what you will. Well, I think I will call I mean, it what I will. Just given that, that and my, my team is just significantly better in my money league. Yeah, it, it, it's hard those years whenever you struggle with a team, which, I mean, been there last year. I had Christian McCaffrey and Dak, so I didn't do great there. Um, uh, so I definitely understand that. But, I mean, who knows? I mean... Your team could go off. That's the thing about fantasy, man. Those projections are just that, just projections. Yeah, but, I mean, every single person on your lineup that starts and even a couple people on your bench are top five in the league. Like, it's, I don't understand how those people were available. Yeah. It blows my mind. I, uh, I, which, I don't get me wrong, I think I drafted pretty well. Um, there were guys who I just kind of lucked up into, uh, and like I, at the beginning of the year, I told you, like I wish I had a better receiver than Tyler Lockett, and now Tyler Lockett's top five. So he's position ranked two. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Twenty six points the first game, thirty one point eight the second game. Yeah. See. And then I'm over here with, uh, you know, James Robinson, who went off last year as a running back for Jacksonville, and he's dropped me uh, eight point four and nine point four. Well, it's crazy because both Chubbs, so Chubbs, I think, had the pick after me, and uh, both times before I was going to pick a receiver, he picked the exact receiver, and it was crazy the way it turned out. He picked Mike Evans, and I took Chris Godwin, and he took DK Metcalf, and I took Tyler Lockett, so we both have receivers from the same team, it just happens to my receivers had, you know, done better week one. And then I think Mike Evans did better than Chris Godwin week two for sure. But, like, I ended up getting Gronk, and he's been going off. So, <coughs> it's uh, pretty nice. Um, yeah, don't remind me. I've got a – so I've got Gronk and Mark Andrews in my money league. And uh, first week, Mark Andrews decided to drop me a solid five points and uh, ended up – you know, lo- like virtually losing it for me. And uh, then this week, he, uh, between him and my kicker, combined total got me just enough points to pull out the win, but he only got 10 points. Meanwhile, Gronk's over here on my bench both weeks and, uh, you know, has two touchdowns each game. He drops 29 in the first game and 19.9 the second game. And of course, he's in my starting lineup now, but, uh, you know, it'll never fail that this will be the one week that Gronk decides not to go off and Mark Andrews will. 
And then uh, Gibson for Washington, Antonio Gibson, he's uh, just not doing literally anything for my running game at all, period. Just absolutely trash. Mike Evans is always going to be hit or miss. You know, this last week he was a hit. He saved my fantasy team. So, and then Kyler Murray, he's just been balling out. All right, so we had some technical issues there on my end. My laptop completely disconnected from my Wi-Fi, and I'm over here like, Brendan, Brendan, and he can't hear me at all. I thought he was just giving me the silent treatment, and so that has been edited out, but if you're wondering about a weird cut, now you know why. But uh, yeah, as I was saying... I know we talked about Mark Andrews last week uh, and how he was going to lead the Ravens to a victory. I, I know you remember that. Yeah, he's just not performing at all. And it's, of course, you know he's on my team, so it just never fails. Well, you know, your luck was kind of like my luck last week. Um, I, I don't normally do a lot of sports gambling. But I did last week, and I bet on, I think it was, was it Purdue that played Notre Dame? Uh, I think think I bet on them plus seven, uh, and then they lost by, like, 14. I bet that the Vols wouldn't win by more than 40 and a half, because never doubt the Vols' ability to disappoint you. But then the Vols disappointed me by not disappointing. So, really, they got me both ways. There was, like, Dutch door action, bro. Um, Hmm. I bet on Alabama, minus 14. Of course, that didn't hit. I bet the over in the Auburn-Penn State game. And, of course, that didn't hit. Made me want to go take a fat dump on Logan's front porch for me and an Auburn fan. Uh, And finally... I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some money back. Three years running. I know the Ravens have lost to the Chiefs. It's been the bane of my existence. And surely it'll happen again. So I bet against my Ravens. And then... Just want everybody to make sure they heard that right. He bet against his favorite team. Yeah, I mean, I bet against both of my favorite teams this weekend. It's not... That I, that doesn't make you less of a fan. That makes you a fan of money as well. Um, hmm. I thought you said earlier it was you were criticizing me for being just all about the money on fantasy. Yeah, I mean you are all about the money, but that's just that's just a game. I mean, it sounds like you are too. No, not not even these are also just games, right? No, I'm just a smart guy. I would never I would never do that to my friends. I mean, if you were smart, you would have won money, right? Yeah, I mean, if I was a mystic, I, I would. I mean, have. all I'm saying is, if you if you'd have been a true fan and bet on your own team, you would have won some money. Yeah, well, and if Clyde Edwards-Alaire had better hands, he wouldn't have fumbled and lost you guys the game. But here we are. That's a very good point, but you know, at the same time, you know, it's not like Clyde Edwards-Alaire just dropped the ball. You know what I mean? Like it got punched out of his hand. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, it was but, a great play by Ravens yeah, defense. So yeah. Like, great play. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. I, it was, I agree. It was, it was an unfortunate loss, but at the same time, you know, I think it'll, uh, I wasn't 
you know, I was hopeful that the Chiefs had a perfect season, but I wasn't banking on it. You know, I kind of predicted my my prediction was was three losses. Uh, um, you know, I hate that I hate that our first loss was so early, but at the same time, you know, I I definitely think it is not because of our offense. Yes, it seems like offense, you know, lost us the game, whatever the case was, because we had the fumble. But at the same time, you know, our defense allowed you guys to score as many points as you did. You know, you guys scored 36 points. So, to me, it's kind of like our defense is El Garbage yet again. Yeah. Uh, until we can fix our defensive problems – we are relying on Mahomes and the offense to just outscore the other person because we, I mean, for example, first drive of the game, pick six, right? Then Tyron Matthew, another interception later down the road, right? Two picks in one game. Like, we started out hot thinking, okay, this is a promising game. Nope, doesn't matter. Through two interceptions, missed both two-point conversions, and you guys tried them and everything, doesn't matter. It just, you know, y'all's best running back, Lamar Jackson, just we couldn't stop him. Well, and, and we Lamar couldn't. Lamar passed the ball pretty efficiently in that game. Um, he did. The, the jump pass was, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think I've seen something exactly like that. I mean, I know Derrick Henry did it against the Ravens, um, but him just running straight up to the line and, <laughs> Throwing, I mean, it wasn't a pretty ball, but throwing that pass to Marquise Brown, that was that was just crazy. And then the fake where he rolled out to that uh, to the right side of the end zone there. I just, I told, I, I was watching the game with my dad, and I was like, man, I just, I just knew we were gonna lose. Uh, but I also said, you know, don't, you can't ever doubt Lamar Jackson's ability to just go full. Big nuts and take over a game. He's just... I mean, I, I kind of, I just kind of figured out that we were going to win the game by two. You know, we were going to kick a field goal. We were in field goal range. Elaire hasn't, you know, didn't fumble a single time last year. It was his first time he ever fumbled in his NFL career. You know, that type of stuff. And I think he, you know, only fumbled it a couple times ever in college as well. If maybe just whatever once or whatever the case was. But you know, it's a freak thing. Um, I think it's humbling. I think we took a lot away from that game. I was very upset. I thought we kind of had it in the bag with Butker just to, you know, go up there. I think we tried to get too cute with running the clock down, getting field position and stuff, Um, you know, and I I thought that our defense did a good job of getting a stop on that last drive when we did turn the ball over. Um, And then, you know, Lamar Jackson pulled it out of his – pulled it out of the hat and – Rushed that first down and got the dub for you guys, but Indeed. you know I'm sure once we meet again, you know there'll be will be an, another equally great game because the Chiefs, man, it's like they're all about like what was it, like two years ago, you know when we won the Super Bowl. I mean we were just blowing teams out of the water, like just murdering them, and then last year we had a lot more nail biters, you know like. Almost every game in the playoffs, we were down by double digits at halftime and came yeah. back and won. You know, and then the Super Bowl was just like, I don't, I don't know what team showed up. I feel like the Jets showed up in Chiefs uniforms. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what happened that game. But anyways, the pass is the pass. So I'm thinking, you know, this year we're going to kind of get back to, you know, focusing on it's like obviously we knew that our defense was struggling the most. And yet we still both games have been nail biters all the way to the end. Which, yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's entertaining football. But as a Chiefs fan, you know, I just I get get anxious about that stuff, man. It's just way too close of a game. I was not worried about that game at all until the fourth like towards the end of the fourth quarter. I was just not worried whatsoever. And there you go. Yeah, and I mean, you you can only play games that close for so long and expect to, you know, continue winning them. Um, I think, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. I think you guys are in a pretty tough division this year. Um, Las Vegas is looking like the real deal. Uh, come out, and they win yes. a close one in OT against us. They pick up a pretty solid win over Pittsburgh. That uh, that front with uh, Crosby and Ngakwe, that's uh, pretty scary. And yeah, their them offense and is firing, uh, too. Mm-hmm. Them and the, uh, oh, what's their names? Um, the Panthers are looking really good. Yeah, Panthers play tomorrow night. I mean, they, they dominated New Orleans. Yeah, and after New Orleans dominated the Packers, I and, and then I just I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's the NFL. It's all going all over the place because the Packers get blown out, and then the Packers who they play last week? It killed the Lions on Monday. Yeah, the Lions. Yeah, just demolished the Lions. Yeah, I mean, and then it, it's like okay, any given Sunday, weird. and then you know, and then New Orleans, who you think's looking really good, gets blown out by the Panthers of all teams. Dude, never doubt just like, Jameis Winston's ability to screw something up. Dude, I'm telling you, man. The dude they, could throw for 500 yards a game, but, you know, when back when he was on the Bucks, he'd be like, oh, yeah, dude threw for four or 500 yards in a game. But, oh, yeah, he also threw like seven picks. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I think the secret is crab legs. <clears throat> Got to get that man some crab legs. Um, trying to think the Ravens have – the Wait, Lions what? this week. What, crab legs? Yeah. You don't know about him stealing those crab legs from Publix that time? I guess not. Yeah, dude, Jameis Winston stole some crab legs from Publix. Hold on. You know what? Instead of the story that we had, I'm going to tell you about the Jameis Winston crab legs incident. Give me that just a good. second. I'm just pulling it up. I mean, now. speaking of crab legs, while you're pulling it up, you know, we fancied that old. Uh... Yeah, for your birthday. <laughs> oh yeah. Boy, I know about you and some some lobster top. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. 
One of the weirdest stories in college football, I'm reading this off of Fan Buzz, uh, one of the weirdest stories in college football over the last decade was the case of former Florida State quarterback Jameis Winston shoplifting crab legs. Tim Tebow's Heisman rap video was harmless and awkward, but this takes the cake in bizarre moments. Winston, just months after winning the Heisman Trophy, was given a citation for stealing 3272 worth of crab legs and crawfish from a Tallahassee Publix on April 29, 2014, adding to a list of issues Jameis had while attending FSU, which I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember him getting on uh, the the commons table and screaming out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, I just, I don't know if that's really, that's good to throw out there on this podcast, but if you don't know what we're talking about, give that a quick Google. And, yeah, you, uh, might, you might just look that one up. <laughs> but, yeah, if, if there are ears. And I ain't going to lie. I thought Jameis Winston, when he was in the box, I was thinking this dude was... <laughs> Yeah, dude, he, uh, and I mean, when he was in college, he was the real deal. Jameis was good. Yeah. But, uh. He was, he was looking really good until this last thing. Like, and, I mean, kind of like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, you know, not this last week, but the week before. I mean, he was just on fire. And, uh, this week he was just got that solid seven-pointer, baby. Just Which is crazy. <clears throat> Dak Dak is always capable of going off, but I think, I mean, Cowboys get a Cowboys. You know what I mean? They're just hit or miss, really. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I don't really have anything else for today. Uh, you got anything else you want to touch on before we call it an episode? No, man. Okay. Well, uh, I think. Maybe maybe next week you want to plan on doing a true story episode. Absolutely. Yeah, get do a little something new. Uh, we'll definitely be discussing our fantasy game. Uh, maybe maybe we'll put a little incentive in there. You know what I mean? Loser has to do a little something. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But uh, that'll that'll give people a reason to listen. But we'll definitely we'll get a true story on here. Maybe have a guest. So you guys be thinking about that. And without I guess anything else, we'll see you in the next one.